It's season 12. I'm just sharing my life, giving you what's happening. Maybe something inspirational, funny, something to know, something to discuss. You want to know more? Join me. I'm Lisa Waldron, and this is Go to Lisa Podcast. Hi, everyone, on this happened episode. So, guys, um, I recently quit my job, my corporate job, right? After 14 and a half years, I finally quit it. And what I did that afternoon on my last day was that there is a closet in my home that kind of have like a lot of important papers and stuff like that. It's, and I have important papers all over throughout the house, but this particular closet, um, I'm like, you know what, let me just go through it because I think I go through it every single year. And I didn't go through it in 2020 because of everything that was happening. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go through it. Because when I, when my mind is focused deeply or in deep thoughts about something, I find what relaxes me is to clean. Am I the only one that feels that way? Even the days leading up to my last day, I was cleaning my house from top to bottom. I love to have a clean house. Um, it, clean house makes me happy. I don't know what it is about it, but just the cleanliness makes me feel more relaxed. And then I light my candles, which is Zenzaya candles. And um, shameless plug there. And um, so I cleaned it out, guys. And I was watching this show on Netflix. It is so not Netflix, um, Prime Video, so good. You know, I was just, I wanted to watch something as I was going through all this paperwork and everything like that. And this paperwork had nothing to do with my business, Zenzaya Candy Company. This was all household, personal paperwork stuff, right? Because I like to hold on to stuff for a few years and whatever, but those were just not even the important, important, important stuff. Those were just, yeah, they're okay, whatever. So the show that I'm talking about is called Tell Me Your Secrets. It's kind of like a psychological thriller out there, but it's so good. And so I'm watching it, watching it, not realizing the time that that was going by because I had so much paper. But guys, you know what I did? Because I'm like, okay, I quit my corporate job after 14 and a half years um, I have my small business. It's not even making that much money, but I'm still striving and it will make a lot of money one day. We're just in the beginning stage. Um, you know, and the point is that this is my reflex, reflecting time to focus on what's important. And I said that on my vlog, um, at the beginning of the year in 2021, 2021, that I'm getting rid of things that no longer serve purpose in my life. Okay. That means everything. Okay. And so I went to the closet, that particular closet. <clears throat> and I got, I just threw out everything, threw it out. I didn't even have time to sh- sh- shred it. I threw it out and it's basically receipts. It's receipts and it's, um, 
And I know, keep all your receipts, guys, especially if a business. But like I said, these are stuff that I held on for years. And I'm like, okay, I didn't have the business then, so that that's not important. And all my tax stuff is already done, so that's not important because all my receipts are with all my tax stuff. So it's like, these are all doctor stuff, like, oh, the you know, pharmacy stuff and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, sorry, guys. Thank you. Bye. Throw it all out. You should see the closet right now. And I've been watching TikTok to where um, this couple had a similar size, funny shaped closet. It, it It's more like a closet for either your broom or, or it's a little bit bigger than that, but it's more like a, you know, one of those small closets or whatever, but it also could be a coat closet. Um, so I was like, maybe I should put shelves in here. Maybe I should, you know, redecorate in here. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, because it has a big everlasting safe in there. And I'm like, where am I going to put this safe if I move and read? So I'm just like, just leave the safe, work around it. But guys, you should see the closet. It is so clean. It is so refreshing. I don't think I've ever seen that closet so lightweighted. So my whole point is that with this happened is that I clean to make me happy. I clean, light my candles to make me happy. I like to feel relaxed. This is my home. Um, this is your home is your sanctuary from all the other nonsense that's happening in the world, right? So you need to make your home as comfortable as possible. And if you have people, um, you know, or relatives staying with you and you're not comfortable, have that conversation or create a space in your home that's only for you and where you are comfortable so you can have that peace and that zen. And just by cleaning out that one closet, guys, I was up until what? 12 o'clock when the series finished? You know how it goes when you're watching a series um, and you just keep going, going, going and you're like, how many episodes is this? Oh, it's 10? Okay, I can go another hour or two. So yeah, but then in, be in between, I just kept cleaning more. And then I started cleaning out where my pots were and everything. So let me know what makes you comfortable what makes you happy? And do you also clean to make you happy or to just make you feel at ease and at peace? Let me know. Now on to this episode. Hi guys. By now you should have already um, listened to um, the previous episodes telling you <clears throat> the steps that led up to me quitting my corporate job and why I actually quit my corporate job. And just sharing my story with you guys. So now this episode is going to be about focusing on you, focusing on me. Now that I've left my corporate job, my corporate job after all these years, now what? I don't even have another job. Well, technically I do. I do have my candle business, which is Zendaya Candle Company. So what am I doing after I quit my <laughs> After I quit my corporate job, what am I doing with myself? You want to know what I'm doing with myself? I'm focusing on me, guys, on me, Lisa Waldron. I needed time to detox from all that negative energy. I needed to clear my mind and focus on what's important. <clears throat> 
and I want to share with you guys the biggest aha, aha moment ever that came after I quit my corporate job. You want to know what it is? I realized that I should have been more specific. Well, what does that mean? God comes in his own timing. All this time I was working at corporate America, I would say to myself on occasion, I just want to work from home. If I can work from home all the time, that would be great. So what happened was the pandemic happened and we were all working from home. But also prior to that, I said, if only I would not work at that corporate job anymore and have my own business, which is successful, and have money in the bank where I can live off of it for a long time. So what happened? I quit my job. I had money in my account. And I have my business. It's doing okay. But that's when I realized I should have been more specific. I did, but I was a little, I realized that I should have been specific because whatever you ask God, you will eventually get. So you have to be careful and mindful of what you ask for. Meaning that this is what I really should have asked for. And I didn't realize it until probably before I left, it came to me. I should have said, I want to have billions in my bank account where it will last for generations and generations and we all can enjoy it. My business is flourishing and successful and I have a great staff. You have to be very specific. I am debt free and all of my bills are paid off for. I am happy and I'm healthy. You have to be specific. If you just leave it so broad, oh, I have money in my account. The money could be a dollar. It could be a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, you name it. But if you want financial freedom, guys, which I think we all do, you have to be specific in what you're praying for and what you're asking God. So when I left my corporate job, I have a lot of time to reflect on how, what I want to do in the future. So all I can say is blessings to you all and good for you all if you know what your purpose is and know what you're supposed to be doing. I've struggled with that for a long time. Like, what is my true purpose here on earth? You know what I mean? And not only that, now at this age, this time, now that I have this quiet time, I'm actually seeing what people feel like when they retire. I'm not even retired, but it's given me a taste of how it may look. Meaning that, meaning that, is this what retirees do? It's like you work for a long time and then you have this break and then it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Like you ponder like, this is why so many retirees pick up all these odd jobs and they start doing stuff in the house is to keep your mind busy and you still have to be in some kind of routine. There are mornings right now, guys, where I just wake up late. I don't want to do anything for the business. I just don't want to do anything. That was the first couple of weeks, right? 
and I was just like, okay, I'll do this. Then, you know, little thoughts will come in, like the fear will try to come in a little bit, like, well, what's going to happen if you don't get another job, if you don't have any money coming in, you know, all this stuff. This is why they say, people, that you should always have another job lined up before you quit your previous job. I get it, but I was like, I may be a rebel, but that wasn't the calling for my life, okay? That wasn't the way it's going to go down for my life. And I'm perfectly fine. Not everybody's the same. So shout out to all those rebels. Shout out to all those people that do stuff differently than other people. Shout out. Woohoo. But the point is that I say the shout outs because everybody's life and journey is different. So then I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting and I'm like, wow, okay. This is what it feels like. And my only, only advice to people is you better have money saved up. So if you work in a corporate job or even for any young person listening to me, if you have a corporate job, do not do exempt and take the taxes throughout the year. And then when income tax time come, you get back no money. You know, it's up to you and it depends on how how much they're paying you, but you get what I'm trying to say. And the second number one tip that I learned from a long time ago is that if your company offers 401k or anything like that, make sure that you are contributing a portion of your money into the 401k because the company will match it at a certain percentage. My only regret, which I really don't have regrets, but coulda, woulda, shoulda, attitude right now is that I had a good director years ago that said to me, why am I not? He said to all of us in the group, why are we not doing the maximum amount for the 401k? Meaning that at my previous, previous company, their maximum amount was 10 or 15% realistically. If you're a single parent like I am and you, you're getting a paycheck, you want every single dollar to stretch as much as possible. So it's okay if you're contributing 1% to 3% of your paycheck into the 401k. Because guys, if your company offers it, take it. Do the 1%. Do the lowest, which is 1%. Do something. It's like free money. Meaning that your comp- you are putting in 1% of your paycheck and the company is matching it. So let's say you put in $10, the company's putting in $10. You get me? So the higher the percentage, the max, but this particular company, their max was 6%. So the, the manager was like, the, I mean, the director was like, he's maxed out. I mean, we talk about everything at work um, throughout the years, but he's like, he recommend that you put in the max amount. The number one thing that we as black people do not do is that we don't teach our kids or our family or share the knowledge and wealth when it comes to money and financial um, things. It's not that one person in the family wants to be the only wealthy person or the person that has money or people who have money. They think they know how to manage money, but maybe they don't. I don't know, guys. You get what I'm trying to say is that 
everyone should be teaching their kids or even yourself how to put away money. I guess this is going to turn into a money episode now. But let's put it like this. What I used to do with my son when he was younger, any loose change, let me, let me go back a little bit. When he was born, I had a bank account for him because his godparents used to give him money, birthday gifts and whatever, whatever. He had money um, starting up when he was younger. That was my number one thing. I'm going to open up a bank account for him. I had $50 from my paycheck going into that account every single time I get paid. Um, <clears throat> the only regrettable thing is that there's no money in that. I stopped doing that. I think when he turned a teenager, I stopped doing that. But what I should have done was absolutely under no condition spend that money. So that money and all that money for him has been used up throughout the years because he did activities and stuff like that. So whenever I was low, I would just go into that account. It was all for him anyway. So anything that he wanted, which everyone thought that he was spoiled, but anything that he wanted, people shouldn't look at people and say, oh, she's, she's had it made or whatever. You don't know what I'm doing with my money. And I don't talk about my money very often. I don't think anybody should know how much money I'm making. And that came up a lot when I was leaving my corporate job. They didn't outright ask me how much money I was making, but they were trying to fish around to try to figure out, well, how is she surviving? And da 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 da. So I'll give you all the breakdown. Number one about me is that I will never, you hear me? Never discuss with you (laughs) unless you're my husband which maybe I don't know but that close I told my son years ago I don't know if he remembers because the money changed from when I told him anyway but you don't need to know I don't ask you how much money you make so why are you want to know how much money I make are you helping me with my bills are you living here well that's a whole different story And even then, you know what I mean? The only people that should know is your spouse or whatever because the two of you are living together or your business partner or your accountant or your lawyer or something like that, you know, that they need to know for business purpose, financial purpose, da-da-da-da. But as far as a stranger or a co-worker or a family member and you want to know how much money I make, that's a na-na. That's a no-no. I don't discuss that. You can guess all you want to. But what I'm trying to say is that it's irrelevant for you to know. I don't ask you, so why you need to know mine, right? So he said, so I opened up a bank account for my son when he was younger. When we, when he was younger, I still do it to this day, guys. When he was younger, any loose change that you have, whether it's a penny, nickel, quarter, dime, Any loose change that you have from going to the store, we put it in a jar. We have several throughout the house. We put it somewhere. And trust me, that loose change comes in handy. There were times that I would teach him when he was younger, let's go down and change out the coins. It was just like a a little adventure out. Let's go out and change out the coins. 
And because a lot of the supermarkets now, especially in Georgia, they I think in all the states right now, um, they have coin machines. The banks do also. And I see grown people doing it to this day. And what actually did it for me was that there was this couple that lived upstairs from my aunt in New York at one point. Lovely couple. Beautiful couple. And they were just starting off their marriage. And they had a big water cooler. But they had nothing but coins in there. But they were very Pacific. They only had quarters. Quarters in there. So... That always stuck with me when I was a teenager, that when I have my kid, I'm going to do the same thing because that is still money. And if you listen to any financial people or any podcast or any people that knows about money or anything, a penny is a money. And people, you know, some wealthy people would say back in the day that people would throw away coupons because that's also free money as well. But I'm not going to get into coupons, but I did couponing for a while. It's so much fun, but it's so much work, but it's very, very helpful. But there are some things that I buy in bulk right now, which the coupon doesn't apply to. But if you want to save money, do coupons where applicable, where it it's affordable for you to do coupon. Weigh it out. Cool. Doing coupons is a major, major business. A lot of people, and it's safe. There was a time when I was so serious in doing couponing that I wanted to bring it down to a dollar. They even had a TV show where they would do coupons, extreme couponing or something it was called. And I had so many coupons and I was determined. I want I want I want my bill to ring up to over a hundred dollars. And with the coupons, I wanted to bring it down to a dollar. The most I got was like 30 or $48. And I was so happy from that, that that's a good memory because it just proves what couponing can do. And that's also free money as well. Guys, I'm only telling you what works for me. There are people out there that are wealthy. I'm not wealthy yet. There are people out there that are wealthy and have money come through their hands and some that can't hold on to the money or whatever. But I'm telling you what worked for me as a single mom. If you don't have the money, the loose change is money. But the key is that once you put it into a jar or something, this is a fun activity that you can do with your kids as well, is that once you put it in a jar, don't touch it. Let it sit there for a while. And sometimes when you have like a dollar or five dollars, put it in there as well. You know what I mean? There are times that I would go to one of the areas that I have the loose change and I could have sworn I put money in there and I was and I would see it gone. And I would say to my son, Oh, where's the money that was there? Oh, he used it for gas, you know, but I'm gonna put it back and he puts it back. You get what I'm trying to say? So it's like when you don't wanna run to the bank and whatever, and you just want loose change here, or you don't have any money in your account, but you remember you have money, like loose change, all of that is still money. It converts into dollars as well. And there were times that we saved up the coins that it equal up to 40 or $50 or even more. That's money. So like I said, you know, that's one way that you can save money as well. It's simple things. When you have kids, open up an account for them, have them. And another thing that I remember, guys, is that when we were in Florida, um, 
and this is why I also got into opening up an account. I already had the account, but what was so great about one particular school that was right next to us when we lived in Sawgrass in Florida was that the school every Friday will go down to the bank and have the kids deposit money into their accounts. And they would encourage everyone to have their bank accounts. And I said that was so good because they're starting them off young by teaching them how to save. And I had already had that for my son um, anyway. You know what I mean? So he, he, has, he has an account now. And it's something that he manages on his own now. But I still have access to it because with that particular bank account, I can easily transfer money to him. But my other um, account, he doesn't have access to it, but he used to have uh, an account at that particular, it's a credit union. So I have three, I have three bank accounts. Do I have three? I want to feel, I feel like it's more, but it's three. And one of them is strictly for the business, for the Canva business, strictly a business account. So yeah, I don't know if my accounts, I think I closed out my accounts in Florida, but yeah, so that's it guys. I have three bank accounts and one of them, because as the bank told me, you can put money into your business account, but you can't put business into your personal account meaning that the business has to be for business, personal, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so the reason why I have I the reason why I have three accounts is because I have a credit union which when you know, if you listen to Go Ten Lisa many many years ago when I first started, um you know that I did like 10 jobs or whatever. So any side hustle jobs that I would have, I would have them that going into my um, my credit union account. And of course my corporate job will go into my main account and whatever. So yeah. So my son has his own account. I think he has two also. I think he has two or three. I want to say it's two. And the only reason why he has more than one was because, um, it had something to do with one of the jobs that he had that they were doing, it's so weird. They were doing something where they were paying them on a credit card versus a paycheck or something. And I was like, uh-uh, quickly change that because you definitely don't want your corporate. Now, it wasn't even a corporate job. You don't want you don't want your job to know what you're spending your money. They shouldn't have access. I, I was a little bit leery about that. So it's perfect for people who have not established a bank account or cannot establish a bank account, they, um, you know, that's an option for them that they would just pay them through their visa card because everyone uses their card to pay for stuff anyway. But guess what guys, there's something that I saw on TikTok called the 100 day challenge, 100 envelope challenge where you, and I want to try it and it's advertising that you can save up to $5,000. So the way that it works is that you get a hundred envelopes, plain envelopes, and you write on each one, one to a hundred. So 
you should have a hundred envelopes, each with a number, either from one to a hundred on the hundred em- em- envelopes. And then <clears throat> you are going to put in the amount of money that's on the envelope. So number one should have $1. Um, the 100 envelope should have a hundred dollars. The 50, the envelope that has 50 on there should have $50. So when every single envelope has money in there, according to the title on the front of the envelope, the amount, right? So then what you're going to do is that you're going to decide after that, whether it's going to be once or twice a week, you're going to randomly, well, no, I'm saying it wrong. I'm saying it wrong. You don't put in money yet. But um, what you're going to do afterwards is that you're going to, um, I'm thinking guys, (laughs) you are going to pick an envelope randomly. So let's say I pick 47, then you put in $47. Let's say I pick 99, then I put in $99. So So this is why they say you can do it once or twice a week. Some people do it every time they get paid or whatever, but I want to try it. I've heard about this a long time ago, but I'm seeing it more and more on TikTok and I want to try it. So that's something that you can do in your house as well. You can make that a family activity, everyone contributing. There was an old time movie, something to do with mama. It said, um, you know what movie it is where the girl and they were a poor family and the girl is talking about her mother and how the mother saved. What's it called? I Remember Mama. I think that's what it's called. I Remember Mama. And it was such a good home heartfelt movie back in the early 1900s and how she became a writer. But there came a time when everyone would put in a certain amount of money and they would sit down as a family and decide how they're going to spend the money and who needs what and what. And that creates teamwork. That creates, we're all in this together. And it also makes it fun to show your money help this and what have you. It's such a good movie. It has so many other things in there that's so good. But yeah, but I used to do like fun activities with my son in regards to money to the point that there came a time that there came a couple of times I remember my son would say, Oh, he has money. I was like, Where do you have money? Because your bank account, you know, but he would, he's a good saver. Let's put it like that. He is a good saver. He would save his money when push comes to shove. He knows how to save. But I think now a lot of his, he doesn't spend that much on clothes and shoes. And if he does, he goes all out. But I think now it's more about um it's more about gaming and I don't know what else. A lot of it is soccer stuff. But yeah, so that's what I did. I opened up a bank account when my son was younger. He had one regular, he had one for the school. So he had a couple of accounts. He had a credit union account when he was younger. So he had a couple of accounts just to teach him as a young man, because you're going to be a provider one day for yourself, for your family, whatever God has in store for you. But still, we all, unfortunately, 
live by the means of money. And, you know, and that's what we use for currency uh, for a lot of the stuff that we want. So teaching him the value of opening a bank account. And what a lot of people don't do also is that they don't teach their children. Maybe I shouldn't say don't teach, but they're not aware of how to write a check. I know it's something that we don't do anymore, but they still should know how, Um, you know, just the basic things that you think that they already know, just like pumping gas. And I had to teach him several years ago, didn't know how to pump gas. It's the simplest things that we automatically take for granted and don't know. So let me come back on track to say, what am I doing now? I'm all over the place, but we're talking about money. So I think I'll title this something to do with the money. I don't know. I'll see. But um, the basic is that once you have the plan and whatever, what am I doing now is that I'm just enjoying the moment. I've already decided that I'm going to take a month, maybe a month and a half or two months, the max. It may go more. I don't know. And I'm just going to relax because I'm never going to get this moment back anytime soon unless I win the lottery and become a billionaire right away. But I'm never going to get this moment where I just have peace and quiet and content for the moment. Um, Oh, spoke too soon. I can't believe you just did that. Mojo, Mojo. So yeah, guys, they have to make their voice known on podcasts. But surprisingly, they didn't make it known on the last two episodes. But yeah. But guys, um, so that's what I'm doing. I have started my garden and I was hesitant about starting my garden this year because one, there's, you know, several people had said that the coronavirus has to do with that is in the air and we don't know if somebody's spraying stuff in the air for everyone to get sick. And I was like, if that's the case, then the garden is outside. And so I was very hesitant, mostly because of that. And how can I cover it all so it all can be safe? But when you think about it, we're still breathing in the air. So I don't know. So I went ahead, guys, and I started my garden for 2021. Rearranged some stuff. Because the number one thing for gardening is that you don't plant the same things in the same bed every year. So, for example, if I had my peppers in my front bed, then I don't plant peppers there again. I plant something else there and move the peppers to a different garden bed um, and stuff like that. And plus, I had to clean up outside in my backyard, cut the grass, do everything um, because I wanted back there to be like my sanctuary. So when I left my corporate job, like I said, a lot of people were like worried about my money. How am I going to survive? And then I even had one person said, well, at least you have three months. So if anything goes bad, the mortgage company will give you three months before they kick you out of your house. I was like, oh my gosh. But I wasn't even going to think that way, guys, because remember faith over fear and you got to think positive and remember that. Even if you lose your house or your place, there's a better one in store for you. And leading up to when I left my job, I had a talk with my son and I said to him, look, we've been through a lot. 
we left Florida to move to Georgia and we didn't know anything or anyone. And look at us now. In other words, I just think it's just going to get better and better. And that was my feeling when I quit my job. I just kept feeling like there's something better out there for me. And it wasn't working at that particular place. I wasn't going anywhere. And the only reason why I'm working is to get the money so I can fund my personal business. And of course, with a roof over my head, I want to be debt free. So what I did was that I listened to these um, podcasters and other financial people that were talking about their own struggles, their reality with money. And it was eye-opening. Everyone struggles with money, but yet everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a good story of how they overcame, how they did something better, how they changed something in their life. So even though I did pay some of my bills a couple of months ahead of time or what have you, I still have to think about the future and whatever. So right around the second week mark after leaving my job, I start applying to jobs, but I'm more selective. And still I'm asking the question, you know, I'm still praying like, what is my next move? Until my candle business is up and running, like what else am I supposed to do? What is my next step? I don't know. Like, I want to feel more fulfilled, if that makes sense. I think I'm coming into the next half century of my life. <laughs> and um, God's willing. And I just know at this point we're going to get older. And it's like, this is just a taste of what it feels like, like when you're not working anymore and you just have nothing to do, and you're just relaxed, the kids are probably at the house, you're probably the only one, like, what? This is why a lot of people felt so depressed during the pandemic, especially older people and people by themselves, because they had no one. And sometimes the job, going to the job and seeing people, they get to interact with people, and that's them. I'm just saying what works for me, and like I said, this is my reflection time. This is my quiet time. So then I got a message that came to me that said, I kept hearing this message over a lot of sermons lately to just be still and to be silent. Meaning that sometimes when you're still and be present, you hear and see a lot more. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's like, now is my moment that after all these years, I've been saying, oh, you know how, you know, like how you said, oh, you don't feel like going to work. Let me take a day off and relax. Now I have that relaxation. It's like, I don't know what to do with myself. The only thing I wish is that I had billions in my bank account. So therefore, I never have to work at corporate America and any corporate America job, any job other than my own business. I have to be very specific when I say stuff like that. You understand me? And that my business is flourishing and my business is growing and it's happy, it's healthy. That's what I wish. You know what I mean? And yet I have my garden, I have my family, I have my dogs, and I have you all. And 
and just be happy. Now, another thing that I also ask for is my beach house because that's my absolute dream is to have my beach house. I want it to be a point where I have my business, I have a small staff, and I can live at my beach house and still have um, some trusted employees, you know, run the business and stuff like that, and still collecting money and still investing. And here's another tip, guys, in regards to money. So now that you have saved coins around the house, you have invested in your 401k, I think what I will do if I go back to work for any, I have to go back to work because I need money, but it's just a matter of where. I think now I'm more selective. Try not to be desperate to say to pick any job, but just seeing where the next road leads. But I think if the next job I go into until my business, my cannabis is up and flourishing regularly and I have a trend to see when the low and peaks and valleys are um, is that God's willing I am going to invest the maximum into my 401k yeah and then and have my old 401k rolled over into my new one there's so many different options right Um, but guys, even if your company doesn't offer 401k, put aside 10 to $20 every single week, up to $80. You'd be surprised and don't touch it as much as you can. Don't touch it as much as you can, as much as you can. Try not to touch it unless you absolutely have to. And a number one thing, another thing to do is to tithe to your church and to give back. I don't do this consistently, but I do tie throughout the year, you know. And when I do, I do give a big amount, I you know, but I sh- I need to get back. I was doing it when my son was younger and I was teaching him also that when we go to church, you need to give. I I told him for him it was 10 10 80 where he would tie 10% of his allowance of his birthday money and stuff. And he didn't have any bills back then. And 80%, I said for him, was to save. And I forgot what I told him what the other 10 was that he did. But for me, 80% was to bills, 10% tied then, and 10% was to what I want. I think I told him the other 10% was whatever he wanted to do. So he was on track and he knew that you're supposed to tithe when you go to church. So he was doing that too. That's another way to teach kids, even yourself to get back onto, you have to give back. No matter how much money you make in life, you have to give back. That is the secret to starting your wealth is that you have to give back and genuinely give back not complaining, not worrying about that money. Just give it and let it go. So right now in my reflection state of being quiet, not working for anybody other than myself right now, is that if I decide to go back to a corporate world, that I'm praying that it's a nicer environment, that I can learn and grow, 
that it's legit, you know, there's nice people, good pay, good money. If they do offer the benefits of 401k or any kind of savings, that I try to contribute as much as I possibly can because by the time I blink, it's time for me to retire. You know what I mean? Because the years have gone by so fast and you don't even realize it. But I also am going to take it into another way where I learn from these past jobs what work, what doesn't work, and be okay with leaving again if I need to. I need to be okay with that. And, um, and that's the journey of life. I don't want it to be a place where I'm just working just to work and not enjoying the fruits of my labor. And I think that's where I am right now, guys, is just enjoying this quiet time until I have to make some more money. And yeah, I need money to pay my bills, to pay for the roof over my head and everything else that I do. Yeah. So I'm just praying that it's the right position, it's the right everything And everything will work out, you know, even if nothing comes and my business starts growing, that's still money coming in. You know what I mean? That's still money generating to help out. So, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now is just um, keeping quiet, keeping still, focusing on my candle business and coming up with some new stuff to add to the line and um doing stuff around the house and just um taking care of me and when i want to take a break and relax i just take a break and relax and just sit back and enjoy the moment and what i'm also trying to do is trying to get back into this exercise routine which is very very hard for me for all these years i could be doing good then i stop doing good then i stop and i just need to be consistent i have to have to, have to work out. And um, I also got some not so good news about um, my health um, as well. So something that I'll share you, with you guys later. But, but yeah, these are things that are happening after I left my corporate job. And everything happens for a reason. And at the end of the day, We're doing good. We don't have COVID, thank God. Knock on wood. Let me knock on wood. Um, We're just surviving every day as best as we can and just enjoying the moment and being present. Hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Until next time, peace, love. Bye.